Hey, you're just about ready to listen to The Little Carnival, where we're covering two shows that are coming to the TLC Network in 2020. Enjoy the show. Come one, come all. Step right up to The Little Carnival. If you love to hate the reality TV shows on the TLC Network, get it, TLC, The Little Carnival, then this is the podcast for you. And now your hosts, stars of the Ugly Truth Podcast, it's the Uggs. Welcome to The Little Carnival, an offshoot of the Ugly Truth Podcast. We are here to talk about all of the insane reality television shows that TLC produces, the ones that we can't help but watch. Mostly polygamy shows, but there's a new one coming out. So this episode is about the 2020 season because all of these shows are premiering in January. So we wanted to take a minute to talk about two of them that we're kind of interested in. The first one is getting a lot of press right now because of, well, you'll know why. Debuting Tuesday, January 7th, TLC introduces Hot and Heavy. And Hot and Heavy is love knows no size. See the highs and lows of their mixed weight relationships on the series premiere of Hot and Heavy. They're couples where, shockingly, only the woman is morbidly obese Mm -hmm. and the man is normal looking. How did I not know that was coming? When I, as soon as you said reality and I'm like hot and heavy, I'm like, okay, this has to be about someone large. It is. And it's women, of course. So they're getting a lot of, uh, they're getting a lot of constructive criticism on social media because everyone is so kind and normal and balanced in social media. Um, They're saying, you know, of course it's only the women that are heavy and it basically should be referred to as, hey, fat people need love too. And all this other stuff. You know, you can't get a winner when it comes to weight things and reality mm-hmm. and because uh was it jillian michaels is she the fitness person yes she came out the, like i want to say like a week ago and she was at some conference or something and she says society is glamorizing obesity and she says it's a, right. it's a it's an unhealthy trend and it should stop and mm-hmm. i commented on the article and i said i don't think she's horribly wrong because i feel like you know, there is a lot of encouragement to, you know, accept me as I am. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm beautiful no matter what. And I'm not saying people aren't beautiful or anything like that. And I, and, and I said also, I don't think anybody should be shamed for anything because I think that's just mean, but I do think people should be encouraged to, you know, look after themselves and, and take care of themselves. Well, here's what's interesting. I, I was curious. I'm like, well, to me, what I'm seeing in this show is these are men who would be considered not fat or anything. They're just actually some of them are in very good shape and they exercise and they work out. Um, but there are there is men. There are men who are sexually attracted to women who are obese. It's a fat fat. It's a fetish. And But here's something else that I found interesting. It says, a 2009 study found that the heterosexual male preferred females that were clinically overweight and rated both overweight and obese women more positively than slighter individuals. The study also found that participants reacted positively to a much wider range of figures than a control group, even rating emaciated figures higher. It concludes these findings suggest that an explanation for fat admiration may be that fat admirers are rejecting sociocultural norms of attractiveness. All that really means to me, and and excluding morbidly obese women, 
I think men in general, it's just primal. Men find women who have bigger hips, bigger butts, bigger boobs. They are uh, probably more likely to be able to carry a baby full, for full term. You know, they're they're probably, you know, they've got those baby making hips, you know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I think that's kind of a, um, I just think it's it's like a primal human species thing. So and there was a time think, period when oh, go ahead. Mm-hmm, there's a time period when women who were very overweight were considered far more attractive than women who were thin and and tan, which is funny how it's all reversed now because women who were heavy and pale were uh, probably from affluent families and you know were a, were much more able to have children and mm-hmm. be and stay healthy whereas women who were thin and tan were probably malnourished and had to work all the time well i told you when victor every time he goes to the middle east if there's an overweight woman she's she's highly regarded because yes. it means she does come from like you know like you said an affluent family and um, it's probably from wealth and is very healthy right. because she's well fed and, you know, gets right. a lot of sleep or whatever. But um, so I was looking at the trailer for this show, Hot and Heavy. Mm-hmm. First of all, it looks heavily scripted, even though they say it's a re- reality show. It looks heavily scripted. For example, there's a lot of scenes where these people come in and these unsuspecting patrons of a, a restaurant are scared staring at this couple eating or they're going they're at some they're on vacation and you know they're sitting on the beach together and someone yells hey stop you know put down the food fatty and stuff like that and I'm like I don't know I mean I don't know does that happen all the time (laughs) do people who are morbidly obese get accosted in public like that I don't know um, and then, you know, of course, the families are upset about this cho- this choice. And, you know, so there's a lot of overweight women crying. And I don't I don't know. So, well, I'll I'm going to watch it. I don't think I'll like it. And I thought it was funny that it's only the women that are overweight. If if a man is morbidly obese and a woman is normal size, it's 600 pound life. It's not the same. Well, I think it's because um, men tend to be more physical creatures and so it's not uncommon but women are not not to say that women don't have physical needs as well as far as like you know appearances but appearances aren't everything to women whereas with men appearances mean a lot to men so if they have a so if they have a fetish this is perfect for so them. if they're with a large woman there's obviously a reason because yeah, they, they've got something there's that they something want. about that and mm-hmm. what i was curious exactly. about was men who are with like super skinny women. Um, mm-hmm. Part of me wonders if that's a learned behavior because Maybe. I don't know if by nature that's something that most men are attracted or if they just have conditioned themselves to believe that is the key of beauty is being like Perhaps. super skinny with like big fake boobs or something like that. Well, I saw a scene where this man was massaging her leg hands and feeding her things. And I'm like, okay, I think I get the gist of what this is. So I will be watching the first episode. I, if I can get through it, we'll see. I'll know for fairly quickly how scripted or how real this is. Um, so we'll see January 7th, hot and heavy. We'll find out. Let's see if TLC has the balls to actually air it. Cause right now they're getting a lot of backlash. Oh, okay. So we'll see. All right. And of course our favorite, the sister wives are returning. I can't believe another, it. I'm shocked. Another season, January 5th, the new season starts. And this is what it says. The Brown family has struggled with their finances for quite some time. 
It looks like the move to Flagstaff will strain the sister wife's pocketbooks even more. For one thing, Janelle says in the preview, selling the family's real estate in Vegas proves to be far more difficult than they imagined. Now, because you and I, well, I follow them off season um, and it's not hard to get real estate information. All of their Vegas homes did finally sell mm-hmm. and they two sold right away. Mary's and I believe... Um, Christine's did not sell uh, for a long time, and yeah. then they finally did. They were way overpriced, but they finally sold them for like just under five hundred or just under six hundred thousand each. Mm-hmm. And so they're all they're clear from Vegas. So now they they're all in Flagstaff. But there's been a lot of stuff going on. Like Robin completely dropped off the face of the earth. She does not do social media at all. Mm-hmm. And Mary is been, has been a traveling fool with her LuLaRoe business. Yeah. What I noticed is um, that, that little uh, video you sent me, a mm-hmm. lot of the video they have, it's almost a year old. And so it, is. it yes. almost, I'm kind of curious if there was like contract negotiation issues or if there was concern that maybe they weren't going to come back, like maybe not all of them had signed on yet or what was going on. So I think the video we're going to see is actually going to be pretty dated. It is going to be, well, especially if you, you know, if, because a lot of them have social media, like Maddie, Janelle's daughter has had a second baby and the baby is a little girl and she has significant health issues. Oh, really? Yes, she, uh, I can't remember the name of it. it. It's not, this is just a, uh, it's the, the, the uh, what's the word when they come up with, they take all of the letters of the name and they create a new name. What is oh, that? an acronym. An acronym. The acronym is like FATCO, mm. but it has nothing to do with fat. It right. is, she was born with like one finger and like one, her one arm, her one leg has like no bones in it. Like, it's really bizarre. Well, did they move to, like, South Carolina or something like that? They did. Yes, they did. So she's, she, I guess she's healthy. It's just all this other stuff. So she'll probably ultimately have to have her leg amputated and, um, you know, prosthetics for her leg, her uh, hands and stuff like that. But Mm -hmm. I guess mentally she's fine. It's just physically she's, you know, malformed. And so they're dealing with that, which is awful. That guy she married does not have good genes. That's all I can think. Well, he's from Montana. Well, there's nothing wrong with that. But I mean, he had like, he has like significant health issues. That's why they keep moving. And then, you know, I mean, she is from a polygamous family. There's a lot of inner, a lot of cousin Marion. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, she didn't know the guy very long. And I'm just saying, she also had polygamy roots too, I think. He might. I'm just saying there seems to be some incestual potential. I'm not saying they're incestual. I'm just saying there's a lot of genes that have not been shared outside of this community. Yeah. And I just wonder if this is one of those things Plus, that you risk. she was I don't really know. super young. I mean, she was Very what, young. like 18 or 19 when she, she had her first. She was 18 or 19 when they got married. When yeah. she had her first baby. And then so she's right. only got to be 20 to have her second baby now. I mean, that's like mm, pretty. I think she's like 23, 20. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, so that that we will see all of that happening on this season. And then there was this one. I don't know if you watched the trailer, but Cody said something really mean to um, 
Robin. Okay, I was confused by that, to be perfectly honest. But go He's ahead. He's like, I gave you, I gave, the, you got the scraps of all of my, you got all the leftover scraps of my wives. What more do you want? And I'm just like, what? What does that even mean? Okay, like so, he's giving her more than everybody else? No, I think what he meant by that is she, because he says you're constantly defending Mary. And I think what he was trying to say to her is you get the leftovers constantly. Why are you continually like taking second seat like or fourth seat all constantly? Like you get the leftovers already or you right. did. So why are you constantly putting yourself back in that space, you know, to people who like don't even care or something like that? That's kind of how mm-hmm. I took it. Oh, see, I got the impression that basically she see, I saw it in a different way. I saw it more like I've given you everything. I've given you everything and more compared to everybody else. Why are you doing like, why are you doing this? That, like see, you got, you're, you're number one and you're, and I'm giving you everything plus and here you are doing this. No, see, that's what I thought at first. But then she said, then when she said, well, sister wives just disenfranchised, meaning like we just, we just kind of you know, take second saddle or whatever. And so I think what he was trying to say is, is like, why do you keep putting yourself, you know, in like the middle back seat, you know, Mm, interesting. We took that. So to everybody, you know, Mm -hmm. because no one likes her and she's treated way better than everybody else. Like I've given you nothing but scraps the whole time anyway. And, you know, basically I've treated you like crap, like this whole time. And, (laughs) and you just continue to treat yourself like crap. And I'm trying to do a good thing for you. And Uh, you're just not, you're refusing to accept it basically. Well, Because you know why? Because they're not monogamous and she has three other people that she has to face when he's not around. And I think that's That's probably why. Well, and I think she also already had that feeling, that pressure of feeling like she was the favorite anyway. And she is the favorite. And she has a lot of guilt of being the legal wife because she took that from Mary. Yeah, you know, she got everything she wanted and she's acting like, I never asked for any of this. And it's like, actually, you did. You actually did ask for this, but now you're getting it back because these other women are like, we ain't going anywhere, bitch. So, yeah, you may get all you want from the man, but this is a polygamist relationship and there's more than just the man. And see, and now she's getting it. I think she's getting it. I don't think we got to see all of that manifest after they got to our uh, wherever they are. Uh, what's the flagstaff? Flagstaff. I don't think we got to see a lot of that manifest. So this is when we'll get to see it. Yeah, on this video, it'll be interesting. I, you know, and then there's also been talk that she's pregnant again, but she's 41, and not that oh. that's old because I mean, women can have. But you this know, will a be lot like her fifth babies. or sixth child, won't it? I believe it would be her fifth. Um, but I don't think she's pregnant. I, apparently, she has some health issues. She's got some lung. I don't know. She's so fucking high maintenance to me. I'm just like, oh, my God, I'd be so sick of your crap. I'd be like, what is it today? Honestly. And, you know, I know a lot of people have health issues, but they don't like go, well, you know, I'm really struggling with my breathing today. So I think I'm just going to have to step out and not participate. <sighs> and she does that a lot. Yeah. She does it a lot. It's her way of getting out of stuff that she doesn't want to do. Well, I mean, the whole thing is, is that, you know, look, if you've got, she's got a son that's autistic. She already yeah. had, did she have three going in or two? I can't remember. She had three going, she had three going she in had three and going now in. she's, had, she's two. had two of her own. Yes. With but, oh, also, so yes, she has yes. five. If she, she was five. pregnant, that would be a six and she would I don't be think in she's her forties. 
Um, yeah. You know, and then not to mention the stress of the mm-hmm. other wives because they already despised her. And well, not, not Janelle, men- but Christine definitely did. And Mary... <laughs> Janelle doesn't give any shits at all. <laughs> you know, Mar- well, Janelle, I think, gets to do her own thing anyway. And she so, does. Well, and Mary does too now. Well, that's because Mary's checked out of the family altogether. She's just like, yeah. fuck you guys. I don't like any of you. I mean, honestly, the only thing that's going to change is when she actually meets someone she wants to fuck and then it's over. If it's she, over. If she hasn't already. And so... Well, that's true. That's true. So, um... I the think, way, and they really worded it really well when they said she's part of the family, but we don't act married. And I'm like, well, that's a fair assessment. So I that's don't think exactly they'll ever like exile her. No. I think if 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 there's ever a departure, it'll be on her part. Absolutely. And I think she will. I think she will depart. I, I just don't know when. And actually, I was reading something and it said no one's going anywhere until this series is over because this is because now it's not just a polygamous family now it's a money maker now they're making money off of their marriage and it's so it, they're kind of tied well it's the same so thing my, that happened with the Gosselins is is that yes Kate exactly. and John mostly Kate made it to the point where she's just like we can't I can't go back to being a nurse and John can't go back to being IT and so she's just like, we have no choice but to continue to do the show. And that's when John's right. just like, no, that's not true. He says, you just don't want to go back to the life that we had to keep, mm-hmm. to keep you know, and, and, and go back to the jobs that we had. Right. And well, anyway, with that being said, we're our time is up. Oh, but that that was our quick preview of the two shows that we will be talking about. I'm sure that there will be more coming out that we will dish on in 2020. But those are the two that are we specifically I wouldn't say excited, but we are intrigued by intrigued. And I'm so much looking forward to the sister wives to see that shit implode. It'll be great. And um, seeing how much they can hide their smiles <laughs> behind their smiles. We'll see. Kind of sad to what. see what reality TV does to people and to families. It, it does. It does. But, you know, I'm here for it. So sure. we're watching it. All right. Well, thank you, Paula, for checking in. And we will be back with another TLC in 2020. Bye. Thanks for listening to the greatest show on earth, The Little Carnival Podcast. Subscribe to The Ugly Truth on your favorite podcast player and you'll never miss a show. Visit thelittlecarnival.com for details.